When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taking on the Renegades live right here on SEN Cricket. This is the run home. Josh Jenkins and Jordan Canellis. Thank you, Adam, for the news. You can send us a text 0433 98 11 16 on the 40 Winks temper text. You can give us a call 1300 736 736 on the talkback line for King Island Tourism. Play King Island's Pure Links golf courses. Uh, JJ, I know you're right into your NBL. I um, actually caught a bit of the Christmas Day game, which I thought was. Yes. Uh, I actually got behind yep. it. I didn't, didn't mind going home from Christmas lunch and watching some of the basketball. I thought that was a good innovation. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, I haven't caught up with any of the, the numbers in terms of uh, viewers and, and, and those types of things. Uh, I must be honest, I, I thought it was a tiny little bit light in the house at, in Sydney, but they said there were 7,000 there. So mm. that's the beauty for a basketball game. You, you only sort of need six, seven, eight thousand, and and, you know, you kind of do it, get enough to, to, to make it look like it's a good crowd, uh, but I imagine a lot of people watch the game because, you know, y- y- you just said, you know, you're a casual sort of basketball viewer and you're able to come home and watch it. So mm. the fact that it was on live, I-, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic move. And I think the league's already talking about a double header. So, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a bold move. It's not a move that everyone is in love with, but the, the beauty is, and as I've said with Good Friday Sport or sport whenever if you don't like it just don't watch it you don't have to watch it it's being put on for those who want to watch it it's not being forced upon those who don't so i absolutely loved um sitting back you know on a on a on christmas evening and having the basketball on in the background when the kids had been worn out and gone to bed this is the tradies hour for ace gutters australian made built to last let's chat a bit of nbl now and go in depth with uh, one of the greatest ever as a player and as a yes. coach he's won championships playing he's won championships coaching he's won countless awards phil Smythe is with us here on the run home phil it's a pleasure to chat to you how's things what an absolute pleasure to be with the jj's at this time of the year let me tell you <laughs> uh phil uh, good afternoon hope all's going well i imagine it's nice and warm uh, in your part of the world but uh let's talk some nbl because i know you've been out of the coaching scene in terms of at nbl level for a while but you've seen the league from afar and the, the ups and downs of the league, and there were some significant downs. But this, this, this National Basketball League, it is flying at the moment. No, you're absolutely right. I reckon it's coming off the back of the Olympics too, you know, where we get a bronze medal and the boys are all talking about Paddy Mills and Joe Ingalls and that. We fed off that really well. And I think a lot of the credit's got to go to Larry Kesselman. It's been, a, it's been a build, a slow build, and he's kept it going. Now he's talking about being one of the biggest sports in Australia. And the way it's going, it's hard not to believe what he's saying. Oh, indeed, and that's 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 the beauty we're seeing. You know, we're seeing uh, world-class imports now, aren't we? You know, we we used to sort of have to just cop what we what 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 was left over, but now we're seeing world-class American players. I think the, I don't know what your your view on the three Americans per team. I think it's improved the standard of basketball. Whether it's potentially robbing a few Australians of opportunities, I'm not sure. But the general standard of the sport, the athletes we're seeing on the floor. I feel like we're seeing a lot more dunks and athletic play and shot blocking and those types of things, and, and people are flocking to the games. 
Yeah, look, it's a really good point you make, isn't it? And I agree with that. I think the standard of the imports is a lot higher than it's been probably ever consistently. I think we've seen, you know, the odd team with a really good superstar type player, but now all teams have got it. So on any given night, you're going to see something spectacular. So it is entertaining. The three Americans, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I think if you're, uh, you know, we've got Aussies playing in the NBA. If you're good enough, you're going to force your way in. If there's good talent to play against, it's going to make us better. So overall, it's, it's a really good package at the moment. That's why we're seeing record-breaking crowds. You know, we just had the biggest crowd ever in Adelaide, and uh, we're seeing it all around Australia. The crowds are coming whether their teams are winning or losing. It's just, it's just got a real good buzz about it. I know Jordan's keen to, to, to ask you about those 36ers, and I'm sure they hold a, <laughs> a place close to your heart. But I want to I just quickly... I watched them last night, and I watched the game closely. I, I want to ask you for your views on Illawarra. I don't know whether you're watching, watching, you know, all the games, and you're sort of in touch with each and every team. A lot of the competition is really flying. Uh, it feels like the the era of Lamelo Ball and Brian Gorgian in Illawarra, and the excitement around that is long gone. There weren't a lot of fans in the stands last night. They've only won two games for the year. Is there a general um, concern about where Illawarra's direction is heading? Yeah, look, you know, any time a team sits on the bottom of the ladder, be it AFL, be it NBL, be it in the cricket, you know, there's always a concern around that. I, I think what you see with Illawarra, that, you know, they've always got a couple of injuries at the moment, but every now and then they're, they're able to jump up. And I know it was, a, it was like a seven-point loss to Cairns who have been playing mm. some unbelievable basketball this year. So they're not that far off the mark. And... Uh, you know, the thing when, uh, in our time playing against Illawarra, especially at this time of the year, Christmas and summer, you've got to remember it's a real beach seaside town, the Wollongong, even though they've got, you know, other works going on in there. But in the summer, the fans all flock to the beaches. So it's really mm. difficult to get them off the beach to get them to a game, unless you're winning. And, of course, they're not winning. So you weigh it up, you go, it's a great day to go to the beach, love surfing, family, Christmas time. You know what? I'll catch them a bit later. So I think they can be harshly judged through this Christmas-January period. But the fact that they're losing, again, like any team when they're losing, the crowds drop off. It doesn't matter which team you are. So I think they'll be OK. I think if they can weather this storm, they bounce back next year, they're OK. Phil, on to your Adelaide 36ers. They've had a great December. They had four mm. wins in a row all the way through to the end. And then, uh, and then a few nights ago had a, a close loss to the Cairns Taipans. But, uh, but in those wins, though, beating... Some pretty competitive teams who are right in the mix at the moment, like the Phoenix and the Jack Jumpers. Um, the loss to, to Cairns, who have been playing pretty well this season, they're in third on the on the table. But thirty um, sixes, it's there's a real logjam in the middle of the of the NBL table, and, and Adelaide are right in amongst all of that. Uh, what have you made of of their last month or so of uh, of the NBL and, and their recent run of form? Yeah, it's been a real good run for them, hasn't it? Then of course they bring in another import to replace Randall, who they. Uh, let go earlier in the season. So it would take a while to settle in. You know, they said at the start of the year, and you always set yourself up with this, when the owner says it's finals or bust, you better produce the finals. Because I think he's going to be happy if it's not when he puts his head on the chopping block. So I think there's an expectation with the talent they've got and the money they've spent. I saw Bogut's comment the other day that Adelaide are the big spending team. I like Andrew, but I'm not sure if he's uh, got a crystal ball he can gaze into what other teams are spending, but I can say his team's spending pretty bloody well too. Uh, so they're around the mark. What, what they're lacking is that consistency, and if you're casting an eye on casting from a distance, I haven't been to their trainings, I only watch their games, is that they're lacking that two tempo that they're going to need to get all the way through and win the, the final series. You know, able to play slow, able to play fast, and 
change teams down. CJ's uh, been courageous. He put Daniel Johnson to the bench, which is probably a good move, uh, and that's mm. worked out pretty well. And that coincided with suddenly with them winning. And uh, whether they just got a little bit ahead of themselves in the last game or not, I don't know. But I think any team can beat anyone on a given night. If you're not mentally ready to go, you're going to suffer for it. And that, that may have been the case. Uh, Phil, uh, Aussies in the NBA, clearly you've had a really good association with the national team and the boomers have gone from strength to strength. And I, I, I think the next, even what we've done at the Olympics, our next sort of four to six to eight years should be even more exciting as we become more and more competitive. But, you know, you've got Josh Giddy over there who you'd, who you'd be very, very familiar with. And uh, some young guys, da- Dyson Daniels is doing good things when he's getting opportunities. And we've got, you know, Proctor who's at at college now. So the, the, the Australian national team, there's really no looking back for us now. We are, we are established and we should consider ourselves a, a bit of a, a, you know, almost a world-class team moving forward. Yeah, I reckon that's a fair comment. And uh, that's probably part of the boom in Australia too. You should have touched on in your first question. Is Aussies doing really well in the NBA? We're seeing this influx of young kids getting back into basketball because there's exposure now in the NBA and yep. in the NBL. But we are really well placed, you know, Josh. I think Ben Simmons is starting to play some really good basketball yes. too. So, you know, starting to throw Ben in the mix. You know, every Olympic Games we say this is our most talented team. And clearly the one at the last Olympics was the most talented that we'd ever seen. They got a bronze medal. So I think we're around the mark now. Other countries are still, you know, in there as well. And it's a really good series on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have watched it, your listeners have watched it, called The Redeem Team. And mm-hmm. uh, how it's about the USA a basketball team, how it takes them six years to get from not getting a gold medal to getting a gold medal. So you're talking about the most powerful basketball country in the world with all the resources, the best coaches. It takes a while to get to success. And we're at success now. We need that success to continue over the next two Olympics. Otherwise, we, we may miss an opportunity for that gold medal. Yeah, the Olympics always uh, always the the main goal, but there's a World Cup later on this year as well. So that's uh, that all bodes yeah. well ahead of the, the FIBA World Cup uh, in a few months from now? Yeah, the big question, of course, is who's available. And uh, it's a really difficult one. The guys come off an 82-game season. If they go into the playoffs, more games, then trying to fit the World Cup preparation in around that. I sense we, the other reason is we've got this group of guys at the moment, the Josh Giddies, uh, you know, the Joe Ingalls, which is great seeing Joe come back and play so well back from that year off of the knee. And Paddy Mills, they, they still love playing for Australia. But the next group under them is starting to become that group that... And I think Ben was part of that, that, you know, the NBA becomes more important than playing for Australia. Like, I'll play for Australia if it fits in to my NBA commitments. If it doesn't, then I'll let it go. So we're in a small window there. And it'll be interesting to see in the World Cup how many players are available out of the elite group that we've got in the NBA that will actually play. Phil, a pleasure talking to you today on, uh, on the run home and uh, enjoy the action coming up in the next couple of days. Always good to talk to the JJs at this time of the year, boys. A pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Phil Smith with us here on the run home on SEN. Josh Jenkins, Jordan Canellis will come back on the other side of this and uh, will continue to lead up towards the Big Bash later tonight here on SEN, the Stars and the Renegades. And we might have a chat about streaming services in sport off the back of this uh, new TV rights deal that was renewed with Cricket Australia, Channel 7 and Foxtel. All that and more next here on SEN.